You are now tuned in to the Prescription for Purpose podcast, the number one podcast for Christian women to learn how to apply God's principles to fulfill your God-ordained purpose. Every episode will empower you with the tools and wisdom necessary so you can strategically execute and excel in every area of your life. This is the place for you to learn how to walk in purpose, to walk with purpose, and to fulfill God's purpose. Hey sis, have you downloaded the Prescription for Purpose mobile app? It is the number one resource for women of faith who are looking to build their faith and walk in purpose. This is not your ordinary app. There are so many great features from Bible studies to devotionals, practical resources, study tools, and flashcards for every verse in the Bible so you can truly study God's word. You can even get your own devotionals, prayers, and Bible studies featured right on the app to share with everyone in the community. My favorite part of the app is the community. There's so many women who are a part of this app that are truly just in love with God and we want to build a life that is pleasing to him. So if you are looking to partner with us to pursue your purpose, head over to the Apple App Store or to the Google Play App Store and download the Prescription for Purpose app today for free. That's RX for Purpose. Hey girl, hey, welcome to another episode of the Prescription for Purpose podcast. I'm super excited about this episode because the way that my perspective has changed over this last year and just what God is saying and showing, there are so many things that we've been taught with good intention that is like theologically wrong. And it's keeping us just kind of walking in circles and bound. And every time I am able to sit with God and get a new level of revelation, it just makes me excited. I'm like, oh man, that makes so much sense. What, who has said that? Why did somebody think that this was this, right? And today we are talking about the wilderness and how we need to stop avoiding the wilderness. The wilderness has gotten a bad rap. Um, we are out here talking about how like, oh, I'm in my wilderness season. It's always derogatory. It's never, nobody's ever happy about being in their wilderness season. And not that you should be happy because it always feels good, but the wilderness is the place that we go to, to prepare for elevation. And nobody talks about that. The wilderness prepares you for the promise. Nobody talks about that. And it's because we have some really bad examples. When we talk about the wilderness, the number one place that we go to is Exodus. And we talk about the children of Israel in the wilderness. 40 years should have been 12 days. And God showed me one very, very critical piece. They were wandering. They were wandering in the wilderness under their own volition because they would not stop complaining. Their emotions got them exiled. We talked about this, but they were wandering in the wilderness. Just because they wandered in the wilderness for 40 years does not make the wilderness bad. God led them there the same way that Holy Spirit had led Jesus to the wilderness. 
Now, Jesus went for 40 days, 40 nights, did what he needed to do. And then he was elevated and went into ministry. That's after he came out the wilderness. Remember, he was at the temple at 12. He was on punishment for 18 years. Nobody heard from him after Mary pulled up on him. And he said, didn't you know I'd be at my daddy's house? And she was like, who are you talking to? And he was on punishment. John baptizes him. The sky opens, the dove falls, the Holy Spirit and, and God say, hey, this is my son with who I'm well pleased. His spirit comes like a dove to the wilderness is the next piece led by the spirit. And we have given the the enemy. Oh, I'm in the wilderness season. God, what did I do? Nothing. You didn't do nothing wrong. We have to stop avoiding the wilderness. Jesus didn't wander. Right. And the children of Israel being unwilling to be fully dependent on God. And the unwillingness to heed to his guidance is why they were wandering in the wilderness instead of walking through it because it should have been 12 days. And so I really want us to understand that this, the wilderness is not a place of punishment. I looked this up. There's a scripture in Psalm 107 and four, and I was studying it because I needed to know. Okay. And the scripture says they wandered in the wilderness in a desert region. They did not find Um, They did not find a way to an inhabited city. And this word wander, it means to be led astray with the certain consequences that go with getting off course and error with its full confusion and disturbance. Okay, it underlines the danger and the pains of spiritual drift. So if you feel like you've been in this perpetual wilderness season and there's no fruit, there's no there's there's no sharpening, you're not growing in the fruits of the spirit. I would question whether or not you are walking through the wilderness versus you wandering. We have to understand it's the wandering that's the issue. It's not the wilderness. It's the wandering that is the issue. Wandering stresses the deliberate rebellion, driving spiritual wandering and going astray. It conveys the inability to walk straight or morally after you drift from God. And it expresses the great expense or loss resulting from spiritual drift, especially the distance that comes between the wanderer and God as a necessary consequence. In my my study Bible, y'all know I love the Discovery Bible software and it be given. And it says most disasters in the spiritual life are not blowout, just slow leaks. While certain sins seem unimportant, all have consequences in their own trajectory. So if you are on the struggle bus constantly and you're like, I'm in the wilderness, I'm in the wilderness, ask God if you have somehow wandered because going into the wilderness is not bad. We have to stop avoiding the wilderness. We have to stop looking at the wilderness as punishment. It's not punishment. Now, what we have to do is make sure that while we're there, we are connected to God and we're not wandering. Even in the New Testament, Jesus would tell his disciples, let's steal away to a deserted place. When you look at that word in the Greek and it, and you look at the Hebrew scriptures, it is the wilderness. Jesus said, come on over here to the wilderness with me so we can hear from God. So we can be refilled. He was, he was running away from the crowds to go back to the wilderness. And that's because the wilderness is important. So we have to stop avoiding it. That is where we should go for solitude and rest. Let's be clear. That's where we learn how to be dependent on God. That's where we are refilled. That's where we hear um, his, his instruction clearly. If you look at what God did with the children of Israel in the wilderness, he was giving them manna, full dependence. 
He was fired by uh, fire by night, cloud by day. Pick up and go where I say go. He's training them to be fully dependent on him and not on their own understanding. They just was complaining so much. They didn't believe they did all that training, sent the spies and nobody still believed God besides Joshua and Caleb. And that's how we got to the story. They just wandered in their hearts and it caused them to wander for 40 years. Jesus did not. He did the 40 days and he was, he got what he needed and then would frequently go back. And there are three things that I want you to understand about the wilderness and why you have to stop avoiding it. So first thing was that don't be afraid of the wilderness because they wandered. We have to make sure that we're walking through. Mary, Mary said, I'm walking. Okay. I'm walking. Y'all know the song. Do it. Walk, walk through it. We have to understand that the wilderness is personal. Okay. It's a place of solitude with the Lord where you can clearly develop a personal experience with him. That's the, that's the definition of knowledge of knowing God. It's having this experiential time with God. Can't nobody tell me God not real. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care because I've experienced him. Hey sis, I want to tell you about our new Prescription for Purpose quiz. This quiz takes less than three minutes to complete and when you finish, you will receive your official purpose prescription. Your prescription will include information about your diagnoses and then you get free courses to help you take the necessary steps to start walking in purpose. The quiz is customized to help you in your current season. Do not spend another day without the clarity and instruction that you need. Go right now to the link in the show notes, take the quiz and get your official purpose prescription today. Now let's get back to the show. This is where we go to know God for ourselves because your mama faith, your grandmama faith, your auntie faith, it's not going to be enough to get you through the places where God is taking you. It's not. You also are going to have to learn that the wilderness is the place of provision, okay? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is where God gives us manna and the provision in the wilderness can only be attributed to God. This is where you learn him as Jehovah Jireh, your provider, because too often we go out and we want to do things ourselves. Even the children of Israel, they were trying to collect extra manna and that stuff would turn into maggots because it showed that they did not trust for God to provide as he said he would. They were still trying to provide for themselves in their own strength. We have to go to the wilderness to learn to lean on God's provision. This is where he lays us down um, in the green pastures, in the still waters. This is where he shepherds us in the wilderness. If you look at Psalm 23, guess what, sis? It's the same word. Okay, come on. So if the Lord is our shepherd and we shall not want, Come on, it's his job to take us to the green pastures. That's it. The wilderness is where we are trained to learn God to be the provider. And then finally, the wilderness is our place 
of preparation. God used the wilderness as training ground so many times, not just the children of Israel. It was them. It was David. David was out in that field and he said, God protected me with the lion and the bear. Who is this uncircumcised Philistine? He was in the wilderness and that lion and that bear pulled up and God showed up. And so when that uncircumcised Philistine tried to ride up, David had no worries. He had been prepared for this moment. Jesus, okay? Even Paul in Galatians 1.17, it talks about how he spent time in the wilderness. Come on. We have to understand that the wilderness is a place where we are, we are taken to by God to prepare to operate in purpose. And surviving with God in those difficult situations and in those circumstances, it trains us to trust him when we get along through the journey and we have similar circumstances. That's why David could pull up on Goliath with some rocks and smooth stones. He wasn't trying. He was not tripping off of putting on Saul's armor. He wasn't tripping off of the fancy gadgets. He was like, no, nah, I know for certain this rock, these rocks in this slingshot. This is why Paul, even because he spent time in the wilderness, child, he wasn't worried about being in jail. I didn't been in the wilderness. What? Mm-mm. I'm going to still write these letters. I'm going to still serve God because in the wilderness, he was prepared to deal with the tough situations, the trials and the tribulations that will come. And it's so important because both Paul, David, um, and Jesus, like every, all of them knew that the strength and the authority was from God. Jesus even talked about how all authority had been given to him from the father. And so we have to get familiar with that for ourselves and we cannot do that if we keep looking at the wilderness as a place where we go because we didn't got put on punishment now if you wander and you live there you might be on punishment but your your arrival there is honestly preparation and we should get excited because that means that the things that we are praying for and that we've prayed for God is preparing us for in the wilderness and we have to position ourselves for boot camp, for training. We have to make sure that we are ready and willing to adhere to God's provision, to his plans, that we're not going to be shaken down to our core the minute we come up against opposition. We know how to endure. We know how to follow the fire and the cloud. We have to make sure that we're taking full advantage of even knowing his word. So when the enemy pulls up on you, when you're hungry and you're tired and tries to take scripture or take something that is a counterfeit and present it to you as good when you are in a position where God has placed you and planted you that you don't fall for the okie doke because we practice for this in the wilderness. I've trained for this in the wilderness. Imagine soldiers not going to basic training, not going to war. My dad used to go out in the field all the time and it wasn't, it used to annoy me because he'd be gone for like 30 days, 60 days, 90 days. Typically in the middle of nowhere, so, so to California, in the desert, and they would be in the field training for war. Imagine him pulling up to Iraq, and that's the first time he had ever dealt with enemy territory. That's the first time he ever dealt with being in an environment where it was not um, always comfortable. Imagine the havoc that would be wreaked. So the same way that military soldiers go to the field to be trained with instruction. They still have food and all the things that they need when they out there. Same thing. We, God is not going to have us show up to the battlefield unprepared. Some of us don't even know we're on the battlefield. 
because we're unfamiliar because we're trying to avoid the wilderness. So I want us to stop avoiding the wilderness. I want us to understand what the wilderness is for. I really believe that the enemy has taken this and tried to twist this space as one that is a place of punishment when that's not true. The only time it becomes a place of punishment is when you're there longer than you should be because you've wandered, not even because God has kept you there, but because you wandered and rebelled, okay? So that is it for this week's episode. I pray that this blessed y'all. I pray that it encourages you if you are in a wilderness season to keep walking with God. He is with you. He is for you. And he is preparing you for the next season. I love you, girl. And I will talk to you next week. This episode of the Prescription for Purpose podcast is brought to you by The Society. The Society is our online membership community for women who want to grow in both their faith and in their business. It's hosted by myself, Tatum Tamia of the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast, Kavaya Watrice of the She Who Is Called app, and Rosalind Renee of the Therapy as a Christian podcast. This membership community literally has everything that you need. We do free challenges once a quarter. And our last challenge at the end of the year, people were getting saved. People were getting jobs, growing in their faith. I mean, it is just such a rich place to be. I absolutely love hosting the society because I get to teach Bible study every two weeks. Kavaya writes daily devotionals. We have prayer call every week. Tatum does business training and Rosalind makes sure that we are on our toes mentally and we're able to effectively be productive in every aspect of our life. I promise that you will not regret taking advantage of being a part of this community. Head on over to the blessed and bossed up society.com to start your free two week trial. That's blessed and bossed up society com to start your two week free trial today. Now let's get back to the show. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.